Hello, everybody. Welcome to the X Factor with the Crypto Hipster. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, and this is October 14. And this uh, X Factor is for this past week, starting Monday, October 10 through today. Um, and we cover global news around the world in crypto and blockchain. And um, before we kick off, you know, we are one week away from the Litecoin Summit. If you have not purchased your tickets yet, you can still at litecoin.net forward slash summit. It is in Las Vegas next weekend. And um, there's an amazing lineup of uh, speakers and contributors and a lot of hard work has been done. I went to the one two years ago. It was awesome. And I'm looking for, I'm, I'm really happy that um, the Litecoin Summit is back. Um, I am a digital sponsor for that event. Um, and um, next year be the year that I attend and uh, I support it from wherever I am. And I'm looking forward to you enjoying it. And if you do go, please let me know how you enjoyed it. Um, so let's kick things off today. And. We have some global news first to cover. Now, the first thing we want to talk about is the IOSCO, the International Organization of Securities Commissions. They um, are demanding tighter, tighter scrutiny over the Finfluencers, which are crypto influencers and other digital marketing influencers. The board believes that regulators on both national and international levels need more power to address increasing risks and challenges from the digitalization of retail, marketing, and distribution. In its report published on October 12, IOSCO proposes measures for the member countries to consider when determining their policy and enforcement approaches to retail online offerings and marketing, given the new challenges that rise with the proliferation of crypto assets. Uh, talking about these risks, the report focuses on behavioral and gamification techniques and pays special attention to influencers. Uh, they call them crypto influencers, finfluencers, but, um, you know, they, they want to, unmask the digital veil one good way to unmask digital veil is not by regulation but to actually look at what these influencers know you got a 20 year old who claims to be an expert on everything on the earth and they don't have any work experience you pretty much know that they don't know what they're talking about um so we have more responsibility to actually unlock the veil ourselves before making an investment decision, but um, they believe that this can help retail, so so be it. Um, you know, we'll see. Let me know your thoughts. Next, hodlers prefer centralized exchanges over DeFi for security, according to a report from Chain Analysis. This is really interesting. Um, Despite the rise of decentralized finance, cryptocurrency investors appear to be sticking to centralized exchanges over DeFi tools, according to a new report. 
crypto investors are more comfortable holding their assets on centralized exchanges because decentralized exchanges are still more vulnerable to the threat of hacks. This is according to a report on Chain Analysis and Bitfinex on October 13. So let me ask you this. Um, when we had the contagion back in June and July and companies like Voyager and Celsius had to declare bankruptcy um, and DeFi exchanges kept moving forward despite the centralized exchanges bankruptcies, um, what performed better? You know, um, let me know your thoughts. And uh, I just found that really, really compelling and interesting that it's the opposite of what you expect. So now another report by Arcane Research. Crypto markets are set to see explosive volatility soon. So after weeks of reduced volatility, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin are likely to see sharp price changes in the short to medium term. The current situation says that uh, they could generate explosive volatility due to massive leverage and recent low volatility. Arcane research analyst has suggested. Now they point out that uh, to a leveraged bonanza or things going parabolic in the crypto derivatives market, um, even though Bitcoin's hovered around 19,000, there are macroeconomic factors that um, it looks like were not included in this analysis, such as global inflation and uh, war and other things. So um, is Bitcoin a hedge for that? It's supposed to be. Um, and we'll see what happens. Let me know your thoughts. All right. So moving forward, moving right along uh, with the last global article for the day. Um, Metaverse platforms are refuting misinformation about daily active users. Uh, DAP Radar has done a uh, an analysis um, and saying that Ethereum blockchain-based metaverse projects, the Centraland and Sandbox, are hitting back at reports suggesting low daily user activity on their platforms, arguing that it's a misinformed metric. Um, and the daily active users is not properly a metric to be used. Um, data originating from DAP Radar says observers are suggesting that that's a, this a, ah, sorry that the centralized metaverse sees 30 DAOs having exposure to over 1.2 billion in market caps. Um, what do you think? There's more. Seems to be more hype around the metaverse despite crypto winter a lot of activities going on builders are building where do you think we're headed the us the comptroller michael hasu are saying that regulators are spending way too much time on crypto um us acting comptroller of the currency michael hasu has expressed concerns that regulators are spending too much time on cryptocurrency, other than more pressing issues such as technology and banking. The crypto skeptic OCC head made the comments during an interview um, saying that he's worried crypto's occupying a lot of brain space for an awful lot of people in the regulatory community. 
I haven't seen any regulation of traditional. Um, I haven't seen fraud in the proxy statements go after, which is the SEC's job. Um, I haven't seen a lot of things other than people trying to regulate crypto. And um, the best and brightest minds haven't done it yet in several years. So let me know your thoughts. If it's an overhyped thing, if they're just trying to kill the market, um, they obviously ushered in crypto winter 2.0 right now. So um, what are your thoughts and how do you how do we go forward from here? Now, moving out of the U.S. and going to Europe, the EU commissioner McGinnis says privacy AML may look different from the U.S. under MICA. The uh, fintech needs to communicate better, he says. Um, people ask what the need for financial technology is, and the industry has answers. But according to him, we need to talk about this outside of ourselves. Pairing um, in the D.C. Fintech Week this week, McGinnis shared observations about emerging financial technology from a European perspective and compared it to the U.S., and he said that, um, again, I said that uh, the enthusiasm for the regulatory process on the part of crypto developers um, and those who want a future has no doubt that fintech is going to prevail. And uh, Marie McGinnis, Mrs. McGinnis, uh, said traditional banks will be called something else in time. Um, are they going to be called something else or are we going to lose the word banks? So um, moving on in Europe, Ukraine. The Ukraine Art Museum to preserve art and cultural heritage through NFT auction. The Kharkiv Art Museum has launched a new NFT collection on the Binance NFT marketplace to help raise funds for operations and preservation of cultural heritage in Ukraine. As the Web3 space expands, NFTs continue to develop past the hype days of stagnant digital art collection. However, even within the art realm, NFT utility is being reinvested. The museum announced that its Art Without Borders NFT collection is now available on the Binance NFT marketplace. It includes 15 pieces of art from the museum's collection with proceeds going back to finance the museum and save the cultural heritage of Ukraine. Uh, that is a wonderful thing. Uh, right now, on the outside, everything's being destroyed. On the inside, Ukraine is building a digital sovereign economy. And my book coming up is on that um, and will be available starting next week. And I will let my listeners know when and how you can obtain that. Now, moving into Russia. Blockchain.com closes crypto custody for Russians amid the EU sanctions. Crypto wallet provider Blockchain.com is the latest company to soon cease to provide services to Russian nationals due to the latest sanctions by the EU. They have notified its users that it's going to shut down accounts of Russian nationals within two weeks. Okay. And um, they're going to block the Russian nationals. Um, so 
that is not unexpected. That is a common thread right now. And um, we will move on to China. China floats the idea of Asian yuan to reduce reliance on the dollar. We knew that we were going to do that. Uh, researcher for, researchers from a Chinese state-run think tank have floated the idea of an Asia-wide digital currency with the aim of reducing its reliance on a U.S. dollar-based economy. The views of researchers Liu Dongmin, Song Shuang, and Zhu Zizui from a unit of the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences were published in an issue of World Affairs Journal posted online in late September. Um, and much like similar and existing trial bank digital currencies, the researchers said distributed ledger technology would form the backing of the Asia token, which would be pegged to a bundle of 13 currencies in Asia. So uh, they'd include the 10 neighbor nations of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, ASEAN, along with Chinese yuan, Japanese yen, and South Korea's yuan. That is, what are your thoughts on, on what that's going to look like and what's going to happen and uh, if the U.S. will continue to have strong power digitally with the, with the dollar or that's going to continue to the, the, the devaluation of the dollar? Let me know your thoughts. Japanese gaming, let's go on to Japan. Japanese gaming giants hiring spree ahead of NFT marketplace. Japanese gaming giant Konami is seeking to expand its cryptoverse talent pool while eyes development of Web3 and Metaverse experiences and the non-fungible token NFT marketplace. The gaming giant is the latest in a lengthening list of big names signaling interest in expanding its Web3 offerings by expanding by seeking to acquire new talent. They announced that they're recruiting a wide range of talent for system construction and service development relating to future metaverses and Web3 platforms. It is continuing to grow. Uh, just posted a crypto hipster podcast on uh, with the ShopX folks on mass exodus from Web2 to Web3 with Eric McHugh. Check it out. It's a wonderful conversation, and uh, yeah, you'll like it. So we move on to Middle East. Middle East gets a physical Bitcoin ETP listed on the NASDAQ Dubai exchange. Uh, 21 shares, a global major provider of crypto exchange trading products, is debuting a physical Bitcoin ETP in the United Arab Emirates. The new 21 shares Bitcoin ETP has started trading on the international financial exchange NASDAQ Dubai under the ticker ABTC, the firm announced. So everywhere around the world, you got a Bitcoin ETF. You got a Bitcoin ETP here. You got a Bitcoin ETF in Canada. You got a Bitcoin ETF not in the U.S. Um, when will the SEC get its head out of the sand? Uh who are they actually protecting? It's not investors like me. Um, so let me know your thoughts. Anyway, that's our that's our uh, show for today. That's our crypto around the world. You'll see everywhere around the world is building and expanding um, globally. 
And um, it's despite Crypto Winter 2.0, despite the current bear market, the promise of blockchain and crypto is amazing and great. And I look forward to being here as your host for next week. Have a great week. Thank you.